got beer at home. I know you got your problems. I got beer at home. I don't actually. I just finished it back there. But this is an interesting one. I did go back and listen to Muse's song, Citizen Erased. I listened to that episode, too. And it did really kind of make me emotional. So, anyway, anyway. This episode is all over the place, as usual. But, at the end, we do start talking sort of in-depth and sort of critically on Whistling Diesel's behavior and actions that he had in that uh, previous... uh, uh, YouTube audio video that uh, audio excerpt fact right, this is a segment called oops it's a little segment I like to call lunch at the cemetery we're out here at the Mount Olivet Cemetery in Salt Lake City, Utah and I'm getting into this freaking popcorn right now I've been chowing down. Look. Excuse me. This is kind of like time flies. While time flies, there's no real break. So, just be cool with it. It's Friday, okay? Relax. Um, I'm going to eat that whole bag of popcorn. And I also wanted to capture this on audio. I wanted to capture this moment on audio because... I've had, <clears throat> I'm choking on the pop, freaking popcorn, die in the freaking cemetery. It's pretty good. Yeah. Freaking, yeah. Two birds, one stone, I just die in the cemetery, choking them. I wanted to catch this moment, and I'll explain later. But here we go. No, don't. Oh. Mm. oh. No, this is good. So, it's been a long day. It's been a long day for me. It's been a very long day. And we're just coming into Bling's Memorial Day. It's Bling's Electronics Emporium Memorial Day blowout sale. It's a it's an annual thing we do, and I'm so exhausted lately. I, I'm like, I don't know if I can do it, babe. I just don't know if I can do it. But I'm trying. I'm trying to hang in there. Trying to be strong. But I'm tired. I'm freaking beat. So we're coming back from 7 Eleven. We just thought, let's go to the freaking cemetery, grab a couple of those 25 ounce Natty Lights. I know. I'm drinking Natty Light. Hey, I know. Come on, guys. No, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time today. I've been waiting for this part today for a long time. And it's like I was like running to 7-Eleven Like gotta go get some beers Let's go grab some beers And then they just sat in my backpack For like the past 20 minutes I'm just standing here But the headstones here are interesting Because They're in the shapes of different chess pieces It's not Coors, it's not a banquet beer, the mountains are blue, but I don't care, it's freaking hitting the spot. I also got some 
uh, chocolate milk, true milk. I had to grab the ones in the back because they were expired. So. I grabbed true milk, it's chocolate milk. <clears throat> grabbed a half gallon of that. It's like this bag of popcorn. I can, I know I could drink that whole thing of true milk. I know I could. I'm not going to. Because we still have a way to walk up. This guy walking around with no shoes. I don't feel so good. That first beer, it wasn't even an empty stomach real well, mostly, yeah. I've been eating for like three fucking days. No, no. I had some spaghetti today and um, a couple soups last night too, or the other night or something. When I did that death march, yeah. This is so good. That popcorn is delicious. I'm not the biggest Natty Light fan, but this is 25 ounces. It's brewed in America since 1977. You know, sometimes though, I'm like, Bling, you didn't even do anything today. As I'm walking around the cemetery, you know, during the, for this Memorial Day weekend, I'm kind of wondering to myself, what did you do today? Why are you so tired? Yes, there was a death march the other night, but what's going on? And I used to think like content creators were, okay, yeah, whatever. Then, yeah, I'm sure that's real tiring. I remember thinking like those famous like um, various talk show hosts. I think Sean Hannity was the one that he used to listen to all the time. When I was a driver, a delivery driver back in Phoenix, Arizona. I would listen to both sides as much as I could. Republican, Democrat, back then. That's 2008, yeah. Yeah, that was John McCain. Yeah, John McCain and Palin. Yeah, and so I used to listen to Sean Hannity and just thought, like, what a fucking easy-ass job. Like, all you had to do was just criticize this other political party for however long. And how do you do that? All you have to do is just disagree with anything the other party says. That's it. Oh, they said this or they said that. I don't know. <clears throat> I wouldn't even say I was into Hanny. I was just trying to weigh both sides out. I'm sure you guys can find out who I voted for in 2008 anyway. And 2012 and 2016. I voted for nobody in 2020. But I used to think back then, like, what an easy-ass job. And to be honest, it probably was a pretty easy job for him because you do just criticize the other party and anything they say you just disagree with it so there's really not you don't have to come up with anything you don't have to be very creative and a three-hour show is kind of a lot of work for sure because like 20 minute shows 30 minute shows yeah it's just me walking along the street i know it it has been lately getting better right i turned the air off lately it just seems like everything and everything's behind and it's hard to feel like it's going to be possible to get caught up again because i wouldn't even say that i, I really care because like, I, I i kind of don't i'm gonna take a shower tonight i mean at the end of the day someone just can, can ruin it for you anyway for one but at the end of the day they're just things they're just you know, it's not, I don't know, life is more than just money and things and a house and a place to live. <laughs> I've been finding that out like the hard way lately. 
But the more I part with my things, the more I'm getting rid of, the more effort and energy that I'm putting into getting a, a message out there to be heard, and it's working. I mean, it really is. Now I've got life all figured out, you know? Now I have all the answers again. You guys want some answers? You guys wanna hear some answers right now? Now I know there's certain, like, titles and stuff that you can get for clickbait and stuff, you know, whatever. But I'm trying to figure out, and this is totally just on the fly, not planning it really. Over the course of a year, it's like I've been making this podcast, I try to make it about trading. I didn't really get my footing until probably, yeah, just a few months ago, but then everything changed in April for me. And it's like I had something else to talk about and something that started to consume me in a different way. It was like an injustice that I felt that I could talk about at any time. I just open up and unload about it. This is what happened to me. Sometimes it's pointed and makes sense. Other times it's not and doesn't make any sense. But either way, I'm out there spinning my wheels, trying to find traction, trying to find out what's going to work, what approach isn't, what, you know, whatever. Just different strategies, just putting them out there. And just like last year, I was like, well, fuck, you know, desperation's desperation. So let's start putting some commercials. Let's start monetizing your podcast. Let's get some money for it. Because it was all just basically voluntary for free. Dude, I wasn't getting, there was no commercials. How am I supposed to get paid? No one's, it's just people are listening to it and it's like an audio diary. But this past week, especially, I, I was like, well, if we're going to put commercials in it, let's try and make it sound better. Let's try and put it together. I think today, if you couldn't tell, the last episode, I kind of, I just outlined it. I had a little script there. Um, I had lived a lot. And so it wasn't like it was, it took, it was time consuming to write this whole script and get the words totally right. It was kind of smooth today. And it, it kind of showed me like you can do a quick script. You have something to talk about and you can stay focused on it. And when you start to wander off, just come back to the script and it'll work. I mean, there's different strategies when it comes to the delivery of your, of your podcast and your, and your message and what your audience even wants to listen to, you know? And as a podcast host, you're supposed to know your audience, you know? And you're supposed to deliver that message to them in a way that they want to hear it. So when it comes to gothic, the gothic scene, goth kids, emo kids, they want to hear me in the cemetery on Memorial Day weekend making podcasts. It's my goth fan base. My entire listenership are goth kids and emo kids. Everyone, thanks for tuning in this special second, third, fourth, or fifth segment dimension. We're going to try and hop this fence. Part of me wants to position my phone to where we we can get it on camera. No, let's just go. Just get over it. Just go to the fucking fence. I mean, that's probably like a four foot jump. And well, it's like we gotta stop and catch our breath again here, guys. We made it. We made it. I'm out of breath though. What a day. And I could probably jump that fence in my prime. I could have just rolled right over it. But now my like legs hurt and I'm all exhausted. Jumping one fence out of the cemetery, jumping into this swampy like marshland. No, I just enjoyed, I just enjoy taking some breaks from the real world and, and trying to get back with nature. I'm gonna try and take a wizard behind this thing though. 
Don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone. And then I'll give you, I'll describe the geographic location that I'm in and the settings that I'm under right now. It's funny because I must look like a bum. And it's like, well, am I then? Like if I look like it, I'm, I'm fitting every single criteria here, jumping the cemetery gates, walking along this swampy sort of, I don't know, I, I've never, pond, I've never even seen it before. I know, it, I know it's here, but I just didn't know it was like, the water was clear inside of it. Well, the water was clear and it was, there was a lot of ducks in there. Um, there must have been, so it's a clean, clean ecosystem, most likely. And I've just never really noticed it before. It might actually be from just a little city creek reservoir here. I didn't see any fish. I didn't see any like ripples under the water at all. So they must have it completely fish free. And that's probably because, well, I was gonna say like downstream, if it is like a drinking water sort of well, I guess almost like they don't want fish, you know, but there's ducks and stuff, so. I consider ducks to be more dirtier, dirtier. It's towards the end of the month. This is the type of content that we publish. Now everyone be cool, all right? You know, for the longest time, I thought like content creators and stuff, I thought their job, I thought their job title and their, their job description was a joke. It's like, oh, you, you produce media then, huh? You produce content, okay. How's cut and paste, copy and paste? I'm sure that that's a real difficult, long day for you. And after today, I mean, I'm doing another podcast right now. Um, I did what two or whatever today already like it's not easy it's not and it's exhausting it's extremely exhausting well I can't get it to work you see the pump you see the pint sd st there it goes I see the pond lighter wasn't working there for a second it's hard to gauge how high you are the altitude oh don't worry it'll get lit hang on pass this way ah, ah. Hurt my freaking hand. No, 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 we'll get this, we'll get this. There it goes. So you have to get high altitude butane, otherwise it just doesn't... I mean, when you're talking about a reliable spark every time, SC DuPont, look no further. But as far as getting the right butane when you're in these higher elevations, especially in the Rocky Mountains here like this, man, it makes me want to... Thinking about that makes me want to cold... Ice cold Coors Light. These cans are blue, and that's why you know it's as cold as the Rockies. But you know, it's as, if it's as high as the Rockies. And how high are the Rockies just exactly? Nah, I, it's, it's been a freaking journey to get here a year later, still alive. I think I even had a couple close calls there. I've given up over a year ago. And yet still, I managed to accomplish things and get things done. It's the most successful I've ever been in my entire life over last year, yeah. So I can't really complain too much. I've already spent a lot of time doing that already earlier today. But as far as improvements go, what could be done better? Um, accepting the fact that I can be wrong sometimes, sometimes, and acting a little bit more quickly around that. But when I'm right, but if I'm right, no, I think it goes both ways. It's like over the past year, there's been a ton of accomplishments, lots of stuff, we're, you know, still progressing. We're still going a trajectory that's positive, a trajectory that's good. Regardless of anyone else's interference, true or not, which is not, if anyone tries to interfere, we're still grinding along. 
we might not have the physical strength or energy to slice and dice right through someone like Albert who's trying to keep us from Fernand when it's time when it's like revenge it's revenge time but I'm still grinding away here and I'm not capable of giving up I'm just not and I think and I think I caught a big one here because there's so many different angles there's so many different aspects that I'm looking at it from and I'm thinking I haven't even done videos yet there's a whole arsenal of arguments to be made here audibly through audio a ton of them non-stop complaining all day but visually there's nothing i think the last video was like a sunset or was it the lotus thing that i did yeah i went around I was checking out the lotus car club ah, you know english cars recording sunsets time lapse whatever just fucking around but there's a whole audio arsenal it seems like that's being dismissed or at least trying to be ignored, trying to be ignored. It's not being ignored anymore at all. It's broken open, it's, it's leaking, it's bleeding. And that's how I know. I'm like, damn, I'm onto something. I caught one here, this is a big one. No, don't, don't make any videos yet, Bling. No, don't do it yet. Let's see what these motherfuckers do. And surprise, surprise, they do nothing. They're trying to ignore the situation trying to make minimize you belittle you make you feel stupid you're wasting your time nobody's listening it's just you one person it's one person against this giant goliath you can't do it you can't do it slingshot or not goliath's gonna fucking whoop your ass then sling one of those stones out of the pond of misery you bought for 10 cents right between the eyes if you're a big fan of this podcast like a lot of United Kingdom is you can go back and listen to when I actually spent a lot of time on Saturday morning Zounds with a Z go back and listen to the Muse hysteria I believe no um whatever it was go back and listen to Muse the Saturday morning Zounds uh, comment and critique that I did on the Muse song because that's exactly where we're at I, I probably published it right around this time last year the Saturday morning Zounds it was on a Saturday and talk about feeling silly and dumb, like spending all, all your time on something that no one's gonna listen to. I think that might've been the last one that I did. But at the end of that episode, I, I broke it down. Like the solo in that song with Matthew Bellamy's guitar playing skills and style and everything, his voice, the vocals are, in that song are great. The lyrics are great. But I was, I was mentioning in that song, he's, he can't, it's almost, it's like he's trying to hold this guitar together. And it's beautiful, it's like a beautiful solo. Here we go, the helicopter. Citizen Erased, I think, that's the song, Citizen Erased. The song Citizen Erased, I did a Saturday morning sounds a year ago. And the solo in that song, man, and then, the end of the song is all calm and like victorious. You know, you're getting, somebody is getting knighted, it seems like in that song. See, it's things like that. It's memories like that. Over the course of the last year that I, I get to reflect on. And that might've been my least listened to episode, but it's probably my favorite of the past year. And am I getting emotional over the Bling Vera podcast? 
reminiscing over the past year episode special? No. No, we're making our way to the Shire here. I, I couldn't catch my breath because I was jumping the fence like a total freaking homeless person. Like freaking... Yeah, it's the, qu the quintessential homeless person move. I'm gonna jump the fence from the cemetery if you don't mind. I'm actually gonna wrap up this segment real quick right here. We'll go into the fourth dimension when we get to the Shire. Don't worry, I'm wearing a backpack and I totally look like a homeless person. But I have to stop this segment now because I want to listen to that song by Muse, Citizen, er Citizen Erased, and see if there's anything else that, that kind of comes to mind as we walk along and reminisce. The past year, the Bling Vera podcast, Memorial Day weekend, Electronics Emporium blowout sale. Oh, hey everyone, it's the third segment, second segment. No, it's the third segment. We're here talking about, we're reminiscing over the past year. I'm getting emotional, I'm starting to cry on the side of the road because I'm with my cardboard sign. And not just yet. <laughs> we don't have the cardboard sign just yet. Yeah, well, I'm working on I'm, I'm fucking working on the cardboard sign. We're reminiscing over the past year in the Bling Vera podcast and what do's and don'ts of how to live a better life how to live an enlightened life where you are self-aware and you're hanging out over here by the Shire. Picturesque. Beautiful little bend in the river. Crystal clear water. You can hear it over here. I'll go walk a little closer. And it's nice and lush and green. It's like this mossy, this mossy sort of cliff that I'm standing on right now. It's not very high. It's probably, it's higher, it's definitely higher than the fence we just almost freaking jacked ourselves. Then I'm hopping like four feet down. I used to ollie stairs of like 10. I, I successfully ollied a 10 set. I was trying to kickflip it. Some guy on a bike kept coming through and I was like, I can't do it. It's only this one chance. I brave enough that one day. I could not kickflip its 10 stair, damn it. I would have had it though if that if it wasn't there. He kept getting in the way. It's like, dude, I'm trying to do something here that I'm only gonna be brave enough to try one more time. Like that's it gets in the way. I was like, no, no, I don't want to fucking kick flips on the 10 set. Was it, I think it's just probably a six stair. Yeah, six stair. Like, Arizona doesn't have a lot of good sets of stairs, but uh, six stair over at Gilbert Elementary School. I frontside flipped that one and kick flipped that one. I don't think I ever, no, I didn't do anything else on that one. I did, I don't know, there's a place called, um, Oh, what's it called? It's like the technical school. East Valley Institute of Technology. Is it East Valley Institute? They had stairs in front of that place. And I don't remember how big they were, but that was the biggest set of stairs. There's two sets. There's like a smaller one and a bigger one. But there was these girls watching us skate. We're in high school and we just drove away. We're skating with us. We're skating stairs and even. Train comes by. I think I started whipping rocks at the train. Just acting like a total badass. But I think I successfully switched frontside 180, yeah. Switched frontside 180 on the bigger set, which was like the first time I've ever really kind of gone switch that big. And yeah, that was a bigger set. And I think, hey, let's do it, switch 180. I did it. It's because there was this girl there that I kind of liked, but she ended up asking this other dude and he wasn't even, he wasn't even that good at skating. That's what really pissed me off. Like, oh, I'm better at skating than he is, and she's asking him. Is a girl ass guy? Anyway, we're going over the last year. 
And it's a beautiful spot that we're at right now. It's the Bling Bear Podcast, third segment. We're getting deep into it now. And we're going to talk about our life reflecting over the course of a year, like I've been saying. But really trying to dig deep here, like what really bothered us and what were we really happy about? Um, and I'm happy that I started this podcast one year ago. I don't usually do long-term types of things at all. Like, oh, put these in a jar. I don't do that. I don't have a jar of freaking change. I mean, kind of, sort of, but like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do that. Because it's not going to last. I, I realized it's not going to last. And I'd say that's probably the biggest takeaway that I've had over the last year is tasting success in a way that I've never tasted it before, ever experienced it ever in my life and had it down. Some things happened that really affected me emotionally that I couldn't handle on my own. I'm still probably struggling with those things right now. And to have all these other obstacles and hurdles that just show up along the way after that, it's hard to deal with. It's hard to manage and it's hard to keep like emotionally cool, at least for someone like me. But I, you don't want to rip me off. You can rip me off on the street. We go downtown. I'm looking for. Hey, hey, got hey? Can I get? Oh, hey, 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 got any? Rip me off all you want. I'm expecting it. I'm anticipating it. <laughs> it works out great. That's like the dark web, right? Fucking search on the dark. Bling must be a huge fan of dark web. He's like, actually, that hasn't actually really even doesn't really even know anything about it. It just feels like the appropriate. Is there a deer over here or what the hell? I'm hearing some noises. Sorry, I'm distracted a little bit, but maybe not. Someone had snuck up on something and hits me over the head with a boulder. Really, like, it doesn't last. And if you're stingy, you save it up, you're greedy, you just keep it all to yourself. I get taking care of yourself. I, I get doing all that and taking care of numero uno first, put the mask on first, then put the mask on somebody else to help them when the oxygen masks come down. Help yourself first, then help others. Okay, that's not that hard. That's cool, yeah, let's do that. I don't know why, I don't know why. Maybe it's something that's new to me, or maybe it's just something that's kind of crept in society and culturally. Like, nobody trusts each other and no one wants to help each other anymore, it seems like. And everyone's trying to gather as much as they can for themselves and just as much as they can. That, sometimes money that's like hoarded and stuff, like, remember on Titanic, I could try to do it. I have only watched that movie once or twice. There'll be one more less person on this boat if you don't shut that hole in your face. I don't know, take one, can I get, yeah? Can I get an amen? It's kind of like that. Of course, they're English, so it makes sense. No, English are good people, they're very innovative, they're smart people, and they're nice, kind people. They're very nice, kind, gentle, they're gentle giants. But that's kind of how it is. There's an entire luxury ship that no one should have got on in the first place. It shouldn't have even been built in the first place. Fucking mosquitoes, man, this fucking pod. Let's set sail on this abomination. People are jumping off the boat. People are falling off the boat. People are going down with the boat. People are just sinking, freaking freezing the water. That water in Titanic, there's no way it would have lasted anywhere near close to how long freaking Leonardo DiCaprio lasted. There's too many mosquitoes here. We might have to go somewhere else. 
actually, I put this candle out here a year ago. I did. It was last May when I cleaned it up. It got warm enough to clean up. I'm gonna light it on fire. No, I came down here, I cleaned up the shire. That's when I found it. I was like, I'm gonna clean up next to that creek. I'm gonna clean this place up. And I did. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in this third segment. I'm, I'm losing my shit. There's just too many mosquitoes, but then I was like, oh, I put this candle out here a year ago. I'm trying to get it lit. The citronella candle has been lit. For the first time in a year, I just put it over here and I tried to light it last year and I couldn't do it. Fucking mosquitoes. There's tons of mosquitoes out here. There's tons. Are we recording now? Good. Well, the lantern's lit. It's not a very strong flame. It's a pretty weak flame, if you ask me. Um, but I think it's gonna work to help ward off some of the mosquitoes. I hope I don't catch malaria. Oh, I hate parasites. I hate insects that bite and sting. I don't like it. I, don't, I hate parasites that can spread diseases. No sympathy at all whatsoever, no. If you're a parasite, you spread diseases human from human to human. I'm not gonna like you. I won't think twice. I won't think twice. <clears throat> we're finishing off, we're polishing off this natty light. And we're out here next to the Shire. We found our old lantern, citronella candle that we hung up. And the reason why we were out here last time, because a whole, a year ago, why we started, we were hopeless. We were like, okay, well, there's no other options for us. We're like, that's done. Yeah, we can't do that. <clears throat> so what we ended up doing here as I walked down, I was looking for, I was scoping out, just like I, I was doing a few weeks ago. I was scoping out places to sort, by the river, tents by the river. Who's living by the river? Who do I have to introduce myself to? And, and familiarize myself with, in case I have to just get kicked out. Early every month, kicked out, yeah, circle of life. So we're, we're contingency, we're trying to plan it out, we're trying to think. That's what we are doing a few weeks ago, and that's what we are doing a year ago when we started this podcast. They're not very big mosquitoes, but I've heard of people getting malaria. Is it malaria? I think it's malaria. I've heard of people getting malaria around here. West fucking Nile virus. I don't need that shit. I don't want that shit. I don't need that shit. I don't want Lyme disease. I don't want it. Ticks, mosquitoes, anything. Fleas. I've been coming out here a lot lately in the past few weeks and more than usual. I started coming out here last year, of course, but I was boots on the ground, boots in the snow last year, footprints in the sand. There was only one set of footprints in the snow, boots in the snow. And I was kind of stomping through here, not really knowing what, never just exploring. It must've been in March end of March or something and I was like oh this is a cool place and I came back down in May and it was just a lot warmer and it was beautiful called it the Shire there's actually some kind of chrysalis down there you might be able to see it from here actually it's it's an interesting it was hard for me to see this cocoon here because to me it seems like it's too close to the water it's people it's like a too high traffic area People are gonna come through, they're gonna kick it over, they're gonna knock it over. This freaking caterpillar's gonna die before it turns into a freaking butterfly. And just like last time, it's like, no, hold on, refrain, stop. I was about to cut the piece of grass that it's attached to and just like hang it up in the tree or something. And I remembered just a few 
couple weeks before this, um, <laughs> forlorn and stranded and everything else. I think I sold my car back then though. And there was this beetle that I've never seen before, a type of beetle I've never seen before. And it had like a crown, uh, a feathery kind of crown. And I saw it walking around on these big kind of wooden logs. And it was kind of trying to dig into the holes of the logs. And I was thinking like, what's up with this? What's up with this bug? Is it, does it need help? So I'm just trying to help it. I'm trying to find a new hole that it might like to crawl into over in the woods. I'm like, oh, it's struggling around. I start trying to help it, right? I start trying to help this freaking bug. And it's like cuddling up into me. I'm, I've ne I don't like bugs. I just got done saying this. But this particular bug, man, I don't know, there's, there's something kind of spiritual about it, you know? So, I'm trying to help it find a hole. I'm trying to help it find a freaking hole. So it's stopped struggling, and it's cuddling up into my hands, and it's, a, it's an adorable little beetle. It looked like an owl, kind of, the colors of an owl. Like bark, and it had this, this feathery crown. It was just had its own little personality, just this six-legged bug. And then I saw it. It was it was it wasn't annoyed with me all the way just yet. I think it was getting there though. <laughs> and he started to. I wasn't being rough with it at all, or trying to really like scoop it up in a leaf really hard or anything. Um, but it was a learning experience for me because I was like, okay, fine, I need to leave it alone. It's not really into this and yeah, whatever. I'm kind of bugging it probably. And I can see it kind of clean. It was cleaning its antenna, its feathery antenna that it had. And it starts putting it through its mouth and um, chelicerae, is that what they're called? Well, just trying to run it through its mouth and clean its antenna. And it was kind of like a fly does, kind of. Like when it when a fly rubs its hands and like rubs its head and stuff. It was kind of like that, but not like ugly like a fly. It was like kind of adorable, <laughs> to say the least. And I'm like, oh, it's like cleaning its antennas. Hmm, that's cool. I'm just watching it and kind of just admiring it and thinking it looks like an owl. And, then, and I see it when it's done cleaning both antennas, it, it kind of like puts its head down. There's a gust of wind and it put its head down and it kind of moved its head right, left, up, down. And it kind of like did this like little shake and it's like, no, that's not. So it's cleaning his antennas again. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like a freaking bug. Look at him. It's cleaning his antennas again. Does the same thing. When he's done cleaning them, his little feathers kind of come out. Puts his head, like a little gust of wind comes by. He puts his head down, but he kind of lowered his head like way down this time. You can see the little feathers in his crown, whatever it was, start to kind of shake and bam, the back splits in half, out come some wings and that beetle was gone. So here I am, Mr. Biologist, Mr. Knows Everything, trying to help this beetle find a better log, very delicately and less like a, the least of, uh, intrusive way possible and then give you know very fine doesn't want to get moved only to see it have its back back split open in a split like just a split second yeah i mean it was it waved its little head around 
And it's like, yep, we're calibrated, we're out. Bang, it's gone. Jumps up in the air, he's gone. Fends a little gust of wind. Calibrates his antenna. It was, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen a bug do, really. Besides squirm and beg for its life as a spider's injecting it with venom. I've been bitten by so many ants trying to put them inside of a spider's like web. But there's nothing like watching a spider, a giant freaking spider. Whoa, Jesus Christ, a giant freaking bug in my face. A giant bug in my face. No, there's this little area where I live by and there, there's this canal and you could look down inside of it. Some of them were deeper than others, but this specific one was kind of bigger and it had like a little like grating, um, like diamond kind of uh, pattern fence on top of it and you can kind of crawl on top of it as a kid and it's probably the most dangerous thing in the world but you could grab ants from the alley drag pick them up real quick and then throw them inside of this little canal thing well and there are these giant spiders in there and you would see them get caught in a in the web like oh he's caught yeah here we go and then this big giant like red spider would just come out of nowhere and just wrap it up and you can see this ant like what the fuck just happened ants squirming for its life too and those are those were not weak ants either it's a pretty good battle as long as the ant didn't just get completely cat bagged a lot of times those car those those ants did get cat bagged pretty good but every now and then you'd see one break out of it and it's like yeah i'm free another one would come in and just be like there was no way that an ant would ever escape to the top because if it if it didn't make it to the bottom, the bottom's a well. The, the ant's gonna die in the water. If it gets caught in the web, it's gonna get eaten. If it breaks free from the web, it's gonna crawl back up and it's like, oh, hey, it's that human being that just threw us down this well anyway. I'm like, oh, the ant made it all the way back up. I'll just flick it off, bing. <laughs> it's crawling for its life. Uh, some corporations, man. But you know, there's some ants out there that were just like, no, they're not gonna get away with this. I'm gonna crawl. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dive down deep in this. Where did I put those Snickers? You want to have some more popcorn? Well, there's this big gnarly, kind of stump-looking thing here too. We're getting back into that popcorn. Oh, there's too many, way too many mosquitoes. We're getting back over to the citronella candle, which is doing a fantastic job of keeping a perimeter for us. It's a no mosquito zone at all. It's fantastic. I planted this candle a year ago I didn't have the right tools to get it lit I had like a regular Bic lighter I think so we got it lit tonight for the first time in a year it's been just hanging there rain snow sunshine didn't matter it's just been there just sitting there no one's took I saw a tent camped here during the entire last summer I used to cut through here and I was like, oh, someone lives here. That was my idea. Well, okay. Hear that woodpecker? Fli <clears throat> the flicker. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Someone stole my idea to live here. They end up leaving. Probably in like October. Oh, back to the candle. Okay. And then that's when I started coming back down here. And of course it gets cold. I also saw another tent after that camped here as well but that citronella candle stayed in place no one ever took it but because everyone knew what it was and everyone's like well why are we going to carry that or why 
but why are we gonna disturb that? Well, I've never taken a picture really from this angle. I mean, there's different pictures I can get. I kind of want to use the, the cemetery one just because it's the goth special, but I got this candle burning bright now. And I'm, I'm reminded of the, the you song, You'll Be Alone This Holiday. It says, maybe light a candle for me. It's like, oh yeah, there's like a ritualistic sort of candle lighting here. But it's keeping the mosquitoes at bay and it works. Well, when it comes to tradition and rituals, I mean, there's, there's usually a reason why certain traditions, certain rituals and certain rite, rites of passage exist. You know, there's not, they're not doing it for the fun of it or uh, because it doesn't work. It, it, it's because it, do, it means something, it works. Whether it's morale and not something tangible that you can hold, or whether it is something that works or we, we can hold it and you do gather a lot of good things. Rituals and history. Tradition. I dumped this candle out. It's wax. Wax is not. <clears throat> is it my favorite time of year? I don't think so. Was it my favorite time of the season? Absolutely. When I like to party and get wrecked next to the river, I prefer Tanqueray. Tanqueray. Every river is a party. Don't forget to buy some Tanqueray cologne at Dillard's. Well, we're hanging out next to the river. I'm saying like, hey, I'm trying to do a Tanqueray spot here. Could you guys keep it down? And a few tents over. Just a few tents over. It's like there's Snickers Almond. They've been there all day. The talent quit for the day. They quit. They're making too much money and they're enjoying way too many Snickers. Like somebody made a mistake in billing. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a mistake in accounting. They're like, yeah, we meant to give you, uh, that was one-tenth of a percent, not 10%. But the, the guy already had made so many royalties at that point. He's like, fuck this, and I'm off. Yeah, fuck you guys. And you know how hard it is to find actors. Do they look good? No. Nah. How's their voice? Yeah, their voice is great. Do they look good, though? No. Mm -mm. I'm over here shooting a fucking Tanqueray commercial, minding my own business, trying to get paid. Snickers Almonds comes walking over, and they're like, hey, we need someone to sort of write something real quick and we need something, someone to perform it real quick, both visually and audibly. Can you do that? And I'll be stuffing my face full of fucking popcorn when they ask me that. And I'll like spit the, I'll just spit the rest out like there's kernels and stuff. And I'll, like that. And then I'll grab the bag and kind of clump it up. I'll reach deep. Reach deep into my, I'm maintaining eye contact too. They're like, can you please? He's out of breath. Last time they just quit again. They had two people quit in one day. Comes over and asks me. I'm trying to do fucking Tanqueray commercial. I'm like, keeping eye, maintaining eye contact the whole time. Reach into my backpack like I just did. What's this in my hand? Tons of Snickers all Let's go ahead and then wrap it. Can I do a Snickers commercial, you ask? When I'm hungry, and I'm in a hurry, 
Nothing satisfies my hunger faster than a Snickers. Mmm, Snickers almond. Oh, come on, ride the train, babe. Come on, ride the train and ride it. First take. Their job, I just saved their jobs. Everyone can go home tonight. Go home early for the tanker eight, because they're like, yeah, we got it, we're good. Keep the lights, keep the lights, it's fine, we got it. We'll get it in post. They're, they're loading the, the lights off the truck still. We already got tanker eight done. Snickers Almonds comes walking over. They're like, damn, that's Bling Vera, he's a pro. First fucking take on that Snickers Almond thing. Dude, I'm not trying to start any shit either. I gotta get paid up front, but that's in the contract, but I'll come through. And don't worry about me ripping you off. I'm fucking worried about you ripping me off. No, you gotta pay me first. Dude, I've heard if I had a nickel for every time I heard that in Ulysses' office. Office? Uh, did I? Yeah. Hmm. Snickers almond, my favorite. It's so good though. The combination. I'm there. Let's open the beer. Well, I got that citronella candle burning out here. We went, hey babe, I cash up you on Monday. Some like pop teenage sort of. We went from a dreamy top 40 pop song aimed at the demographic of about 14 to 17 called Hey Babe I Cash App You on Monday from there we went to the hit song I Got Beer at Home I got beer at home I know you got your problems I got beer at home and then from there we went to well, we got that citronella candle burning right around the river, Ben. We're on the run from the law. We got yeah, on the run from the law for sure. Where's that beer at? Well, we got that citronella candle right around the river. Yeah, we've yes, in our musical career, we've definitely passed into different genres, and now we're doing like what would you even call bluegrass? We're doing bluegrass now. Couldn't even say I got my pickup truck. I'm on the, on the run from the law. I just had citronella candle burning right around the river bend. I'm on the run from the law, babe. I mean, have you ever, ever listened to his podcast? He talks about going to the Shire. Oh, it's a chrysalis and it's underneath this leaf. And he thought about putting it over here. But then he had this life-changing epiphany. I had to deal with six accounts today and there were marketing accounts that I had to throw back to and pass to. I was on the phone and was in my office. I didn't really look out the window or appreciate my position in life. Working for someone else, you're living for someone else. You're doing something else for someone else. You're ruining yourself. And you're buying into it. Well, we got that citronella candle lit right around the river bend. And we got the pickup and the dogs are in the back. Dogs are in the back. Oh, as I'm pacing around here, trying to get racked and not really... You have to drink these Netty Lights fast. If you don't, if you don't have any experience drinking beer, don't start with Natty Light. Don't do it. Start with a Coors Banquet beer and move your way down from there. Don't start with Natty Light. Because if these things get even just kind of remotely warm, kind of even just barely, you're gonna to wanna to throw it away. 
cores, you can leave it out overnight. It'll sit there. You can slam it in the morning. It'll get rid of your hangover. You left it open. Oh, I left the wounded soldier. Slam that. Okay, off to work we go. You try and pull that shit. You try and pull that shit with a natty light. You're gonna have to call in sick to work, babe. I don't know. I, I have to carry like a citronella candle around with me. It's funny. Like, yeah, that's me. I'm the one that put that candle there. That was me. The one that doesn't like parasites and bugs and shit. Yeah, you're a Oh, sure, that's me. Feels good lighting it though today. Like having the hardware. I don't do big lighters. Uh, how about my SD DuPont lighter? Dude, my SD DuPont lighter was like Encino, man. It was frozen underground for months. A couple months that I lost it. Go back and listen. I found it. Remember, underneath ice. There's, go back and listen. There's podcasts. But SD DuPont lighters really are works of art. And I wish I had a Microtech knife on me. That way I could, you know, give them like, oh yeah, I could hold it in my hand. And say, you know, Microtech knives really are some fine engineering craftsmanship. Artisans built these knives to make them completely effortless, completely automatic, out the front knives. Razor sharp, don't even worry about steel or quality. You're talking about Damascus steel on some of these blades. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into Bling's uh, Knife Talk. In this episode, we talk about knives and different types of steel. Used to make those knives. Microtech makes the best, no, they do make the, the finest, finest. Uh, mechanical, just perfectly like, pieces of art. I mean, say what you want. I did an episode not too long ago about art is hard, starring a cursive. Art is hard. But Microtech knives, man, you could not argue, even if they're beat up and scratched and dull and just like smashed and wrecked, they're gonna still work. They might not look pretty, but they're pretty in their own right and still like works of art. If they're brand new and shiny and perfect, they're still works of art. Microtech knives, SC DuPont liners. I can go, you want me to talk about it? Bling, if you keep this up one day, you're gonna be a star. You're gonna be a big star. Yeah, thanks, Ulysses. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Talk about Cadbury chocolate, Bling. He likes that UK audience. He loves it because it just puts someone in the UK. He's in competition with some. There's probably an American podcaster in the UK. And verse, yeah, and he's more popular. Yeah, okay. I meant to say there's a UK post imposter. Anyway, it's a real popular show in the UK and Mr. Listeners loves it. With those unique listeners across the pond. Well, citronella candles work. Snickers bit done. Tankerite done. I'm stumbling around. I'm stumbling around next to the river, you guys. <laughs> Don't stop. No, come on. No, my sheets the other morning, they were tied around my neck because it was cold. No, but I, I learned from that six-legged bug appearance and when it splits back and flew off. I realized then you don't have to help everyone and you don't have to intervene or do shit. Just admire it from a distance. Don't say anything, don't fuck it up. Just look at it, admire it. Don't pluck the grass, get all creative and, and put it up higher in a tree where it's gonna like bake to death. It knows instinctively where to make something that's safe for it to live, to survive during this like metamorphosis. It knows it's going through a metamorphosis. It, it purposely climbed its little ass up there. The caterpillar ass, that smoking hot caterpillar fucking ass, climbs its ass up there underneath the leaf to make sure that it's not gonna be in the sun. And if I'm over here decorating trees, then there's a, this one has a cocoon on it. Let me just tuck it in the tree right in here and right in the middle of the sun. 
it knows what it's doing. It's done that for, like, they've done that forever, since forever. So let it, just leave it alone. There's, it's a high traffic area, sure, but you still don't know if anyone's gonna come over and kick it over. So just leave it alone. Leave that little blade of grass and that caterpillar and its cocoon, just leave it alone. And it's almost like trading in a way when I get all creative and jump off one train and hop off. Like I, I can sometimes slam dunk it, grand slam. You never know, <laughs> fucking shit. But that's usually how it went down and it was cool. We'll get it back once we get a sword. That's fine. Patience, patience. Even if it means living in a fucking tent. I'm fine with it, dude. I do have no doubts. I have no doubts of my capacity, my capabilities and skills. It's just, I, I need something stable and routine for a minute. <laughs> it's just something where the rug's not getting pulled out from underneath me, you know? Like, help numero uno first here. Like, come on, Blaine, let's focus on yourself here. And get things together that you need to do. It doesn't have to be accurate, just put some effort into it, you know? I'm trying, here I am, here we are. Here we are. Are you not? <laughs> no, no. So many freaking bugs out earlier tonight and all you needed is just a candle. Maybe light a candle. Don't say a prayer for me. You'll be alone this holiday. Well, I guess we'll try to finish this last. This must be some sort of like byproduct of regular Budweiser. It's like the runoff water from, that they make from Budweiser. It's like, it's only good. You crack that can open, it's only good for about 30 seconds. You have to chug that fucking beer, otherwise it's gonna go fucking bad quick. Budweiser, Coors, any of those up, Stella. Get some good names out there. Open it up, let it sit. Let it sit overnight, drink it in the morning, you're fine. Go to work. That Natty Light, you got 30 seconds, man. That beer is going to self-destruct. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna go bad. Okay, okay, okay. So, we're talking about last year. We're talking about down in the dumps, defeated, hopeless, no more hope in life. But then, a month later, in June, there was a success. A total success. An absolute success. And it was something that I realized that was like, okay, you are kind of talented here, Mr. Bling. As far as like not physically talented, not, oh, you've got some dexterity in your hands. It was like, yeah, you okay with words there, guy. If you can, if you can throw them out quickly, sharply, and directly, pointed, accurate, your words can have quite an impact. And they can cut someone down hard. And it's not calling them names. It's not, it's, it's having them look in the mirror with words. It's not calling them a hypocrite. It's letting them realize on their own how stupid they are. That is hard to do. It's hard to do. You craft it right, you try to construct it right. That experience that kicked me down completely after I had once in a lifetime, just like this time, another once in a lifetime thing comes along, it's like gone. It's weird. It's the phases of the yearly phases, moon phases. But I'm in the same predicament as I was a year ago when I started this fucking podcast. And I started it thinking like, oh, I was gonna be a professional, Wall Street Journal headlines, I'm, gonna be, I'm not gonna cuss. It's not explicit. I don't have to worry about that. Like, now it's, I'm going to be myself. If anyone wants to look it up and say like, ah, we don't hire him, do it. That's fine. Cool. 
don't. But there's so much that you're missing out on. And I don't know. It's like, I don't care. Because it's like, at some point later on in life, I'm probably like in the movie Rudy. Not even when he gets carried off the field, spoiler alert, at the end, when Rudy wins the freaking football game for everyone. Not even that. It's the part when he gets denied. She's like, everyone has to be, you have to be a student at Notre Dame to be the booster club. She wouldn't let him in the booster club. He wasn't a student at, he was at Valley Cross. He was at Valley Cross. He's going to probably be a student in Notre Dame as long as everything worked out at Valley Cross. It'd be helpful to have him know the terrain a little bit, know some people. But she's like, no, you gotta be a student. You can't be on, you can't help anyone. Oh, and then a little while later, she's reporting on a story or doing something on the Notre Dame football team. And he says, don't I know you? He's like, yeah, he's not on the booster. He's on the fucking team now. You guys are still washing his helmets and painting his helmets. He's on the team. That kind of leapfrogging type stuff. And even just, I, you'd call it schadenfreude, I think. Schadenfreude. But that kind of shit, that's my favorite shit. That's my favorite type of feeling. It's not really even revenge. It's like sort of by chance. I wouldn't even say my approach is any similar to that. I'm not trying to sow seeds of disdain, um, seeds of dissension, I'm not. And I think there's a, like a really fundamental understanding with people like Whistling Diesel and people trying to do good in the world and being perceived as like this like arrogant young punk, right? Like a total arrogant young rich boy, right? But you can watch that video that I posted about Whistling Diesel the other day. Go ahead, watch it. He's not drunk. He's not trying to instigate shit. He's not trying to start anything with that quote-unquote like other whatever. He knows some other other county, whatever, whatever. In all of life is a gamble. All, all of life, you're a gambler. And if someone tries to like, I don't know, like call your bluff or whatever, and you're wrong, and you know you're wrong, and trying to walk off. Whistling Diesel knew from the second he smelled a rat. He did. Had a picture of his friend on the other jet skis, like, just be quiet, just stop, just stop. Stop, take it. You know, stop escalating this. But not even really escalating anything. He's just voicing his opinion. He's just saying stuff. Saying what's on his mind. His opinion about whatever's about to happen. There's nothing wrong with that. You can't, why... Why is it be quiet? Why is it just stop in situations like that? Because someone's writing you a, a fictitious ticket about spraying each other in the face? Well, people go blind out here. Okay, yeah, sure, guy. Well, how, how many statistically have has <laughs> blinds? Let's go around to all the ophthalmos. <laughs> Ophthalmologists. Let's go find all of the ophthalmologists, and let's ask them how many times they've encountered some sort of eye surgery where they need to operate quickly because I got splashed in the face so hard from a jet ski. Zero? Probably, yeah. Two? Okay. Fine. That's bullshit. 
asking someone not to stand on a chair because someone else fell on a fucking chair. Like, no, I can actually handle my balance. I can close my eyes. It's being splashed in the face or whatever. Watch Whistling Diesel's video because it, it demonstrates exactly the type of like status quo, same day, we're gonna put you down. Here, we're gonna put you in your place. I'm this old established money. You, you wanna, you wanna go, you wanna, oh, you wanna test me? Here, this is the power that I, that I have. And that routine, that just status quo of bullshit, it's, you need people like Whistling Diesel to call you out on it. And also like, you're taking the bait. You're on camera, you're flipping on, you're, you're like a deputy for what department now? And you're flipping, you're two, two fucking, two fucking birds on the camera. That's cool. So you can just get away with doing whatever you want then and we'll just obey whatever you say. Cool. You need people like Whistling Diesel to just be like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, where are you going? You're walking away. You turned your back on me, coward. Like, come on, come here. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about exactly what you're saying right now. Let's discuss it. You piece of shit. Like, come on. It's not a pissing contest. Finishing that popcorn. I'm fucking digging in that popcorn. So. It's not a pissing contest. It's not who's more powerful than who. It's come here. I want to talk to you for a minute. I have something important to say. And you can do all the talking you want. Here, come here. Talk all you want. Say all the bullshit you want. And we'll, I'll get a citation for fucking jet skiing someone in the face with improper use of a jet ski that the police didn't even see. Okay. June 1st? Yeah, I'll be there in court. Sure. I don't know the type of leverage that Whistling Diesel has, I guess, in that general area. I have no clue. But the tractor thing and everything else, like, he is calling people out and he's doing it in a brave way. He's putting... He is on the line. Not his friends, not someone operating out, like... He is taking it to make sure nobody else does. But the thing is, it's different than like going into the woods and taking inappropriate photos. It's different than that. He's not doing it for clicks. He's just trying to get out there and have a good time. You can hear how annoyed Whistling Diesel is in his voice when that first officer approaches him. Asks, is that your truck up there? I thought you guys might have something to know about that truck. Like, yeah, broke. And then the officer's like, yeah, some people leave it overnight. And he's like, fuck. Yeah, we ordered a part. It's going to be overnight. Or maybe they have to go back and get the part or whatever. If it's just like a little hose. And just something, a little fucking ring somewhere. Oh, that's the worst. It's just a little hose got just a little too close and split on something. And that was it. Radiator fluid's gone. Something simple, something just... Damn it, you know, trying to make it up that hill. And he's like, the first one up that hill. It's like, yeah, yeah, we didn't make it. Like, yeah, the fucking truck broke down. Yes. Can we please get to the lake? We all want to have a good time. You can hear it in his voice. That's what he's saying. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Luckily, that person that worked with the county was fine. Definitely friendly enough and kind of had to reel back and double back a little bit when he said, yeah, some people leave it out overnight. And we just want to make it like, yeah, we got to leave it overnight. It's like, oh, all right. Well, sometime. You can't haul, you can't just tow a truck like that from, you can, sure, but, I don't know. Why does it have to be like that? Why can't you just leave your broken down truck that you're already disappointed and pissed about? It might not have been your fault. Something just didn't work and just like, damn it, something easy, 
that would piss me off. And then to get there and to be questioned and whatever, and then to get a citation, it's like, yeah, let's keep taking this higher. That's where, that's exactly what I would do in that position. Whistling Diesel was like, he made the right decision. I think, I don't know, when I get caught up, I'm definitely supporting his channel as much as I can. Because he's a good person and he's doing good things because he's calling people out on shit and not instigating stuff. He's not trying to go out of his way to do it. He's just high, just showcasing like the abuse of power. And this isn't even a racial thing either when it comes to police and abuse of power. Like it's not. It's, it's a real display of it. It's raw and it, it, it's true. It's absolutely true. And now they'll have to answer this weekend after this Memorial Day wing, uh, wings with electronics important. Boom.